Well, you know that it's going to be alright I think it's gonna be alright Everything will always be alright When we go shopping Well, you know that it's going to be alright When we go shopping It's always Shopping's we begin on my talk 1071 hope you haven't given up on us we're back we're back it's yes. been a while we my had goodness. a bit of a break we let the weekly dishers take over the state fair it seems right and you know, there's it so is much there. food to talk it about is there. more their domain than ours however yes. there are a lot of local vendors a lot of great shopping that went on too stephanie uh march did her best to you know kind of talk it's both stephanie's did their best to talk about they some did. of them and give them some shout outs and uh yeah but it's good to be back it is good to be back good to be back and in that kind of fall mode um lots to to talk about i mean there's so much going on right right now some good some bad yes but i just mean like in the city like it's a really busy weekend there are like yeah basilica block party yeah that's going on there's the um fall into arts festival we're going to get a report live from that a little later in the show larissa loden is calling and that's happening at centennial lakes right Right. Mm -hmm. i like that i like centennial lakes for art like for the farmers markets and events that's a man-made lake there that would be a fun, fun that would be a fun thing to do today it's beautiful out um there are sports events there are concerts um lots going on in town which feels good um but then yes as you alluded to yeah um, kind of a bummer of an announcement that feels a little inevitable unfortunately um jb hudson one of the uh, stalwarts on nicollet avenue longest tenured retailer is leaving Nicollet Mall. After 136 years. It's a good run. That is a long time. It is a good run. Now, we reported earlier this year, um, so J.B. Hudson had been owned most recently by the Polats. Right. The Polat family bought them um, and kind of saved them when they were in hard times some years ago. They sold it earlier this year to a jewelry group called Gunderson's out of Iowa, I believe. Uh, I think that's where they're based. Yes, they they have stores in Omaha and Fargo, North Dakota and Sioux Falls, right. South Dakota. And I remember at the time when I talked to the president of Gunderson's, say, my very first question was, are you going to stay on Nicollet Mall? Mm. Are you going to keep it J.B. Hudson or are you going to stay on Nicollet Mall? And they said, yes, they were. But when that was they this? Understood. Was this it before was, the pandemic? No, no. Oh, it was, uh, no, it was this. I mean, it was like within the last year. So no, it would be, I think it would have been during, but they were very committed to, uh, they understood the history and the, the legacy of JB Hudson. And they were going to stay in that historic young Quinlan building, which which is is such an amazing space. And now they're not. Yeah. Well, I mean, the only, I mean, they're, they're moving, um, the store, they're changing the name to, Gunderson's apparently, mm-hmm. and moving to Wyzetta. But 
they did say that the door is still open for downtown. Yeah. Um, right. You don't sound too... I wow. don't. I mean, come on. Well, Wait, really? Said, yeah. If that spot isn't going to work for them, what is? Are well, you kidding me? Right. I mean, it is that, first of all, I mean, it is primo location right. on Nicollet Mall across from Target, yeah. like right in the heart of the street. Yeah. And, you know, they have parking in that building. And it is it is a, an unbelievably beautiful, historic right. space. The, I mean, the only, you know, in fairness to them, obviously, business is not what it would be if downtown was right. the way it used to be. And that's what they uh, said. And, yeah. and you can understand that they could have been um, still feeling optimistic about downtown or about downtown's recovery, you know, a year or so ago. But now as, you know, businesses continue to, to not come back for the next few months. And even when they do, I think the bigger concern for retailers and businesses that are dependent on downtown workers is the fact that even when big companies do open up, it's not going to be the same. A lot of them are saying that, you know, people can, maybe they'll come in two or three days a week, not five days a week. And when you consider... It's a major change. Right. right, right. I mean, they are, you know, Steve Kramer, who's the head of the downtown council, um, said they have been talking to different people and they might uh, have an interim solution of having the, is it pronounced... Chameleon shops, yeah, um, which is a retail initiative of the council, you know, to give my minority-owned businesses uh, right. a chance. So the Chameleon so shops something could be there. Yeah, the Chameleon shops is a great mm-hmm. program that the downtown council has been doing for a few years now. Where I mean, it's basically filling open spaces with pop-up shops yeah. and giving opportunities to people who wouldn't be able to sign a lease, especially in some of those high profile spots. Um, So, I mean, I guess the good thing about that is it has a chance to bring in new people potentially to expose more people to that building who might not even realize, you know, how cool it is or that we have. It's it's one of those spaces where you walk in, you're like, wow, am I still in? Am I still in Minnesota? Yeah, it really is. So um, the they're they're planning a moving out sale. J.B. Hudson, um, a moving out sale through the rest of this year. So you've got yeah. some time. Go pay your respects. Yeah. Go, um, you know, see them. And then do they have, does Gunderson's have a, have they found a spot in Wise? I know they're talking yes, about going to Wise. They, they will be at 300 Superior Boulevard in Wise oh. by early February of 2022. Huh. So, but, you know, he insists that. The J.B. Hudson name is not going away, Mm -hmm. but we'll have to wait and see about that, I guess. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Um, And then this one isn't Twin Cities, but wow, if you, I mean, if you are a a, a retail junkie, if you like to visit New York and you like to go window shopping, you've probably heard of ABC Carpet. It is just one of those like landmarks, especially if you're like having a day, which is such a New York day where you're just kind of like walking, you know, the whole length or walking down to the village. I ran into Whoopi Goldberg and Frank Langella there. I was with 
my niece yes. many years ago. Mm-hmm. We had had lunch and we're shopping there and there was Whoopi. Yeah, it's a so. beautiful store. And it, it I mean, it just it's absolutely beautiful. And the thing about ABC Carpet is they they were always um, introducing new brands and, and really, you know, avant garde concepts and design. Well, they have declared bankruptcy. They filed for Chapter 11. What does that mean, though, that says they with plans to sell itself mm-hmm. in a, in a court, supervised court supervised process? process. What it does means, that mean? It means that they I mean, are gonna they're going out of business. I mean, you can, you can declare bankruptcy find, and and then regroup. I mean, a lot yeah, of times com- find somebody. To- yeah, sometimes companies do that in an effort to um, you know get out of the hole and yeah. and regroup. But this doesn't sound like that. This sounds like they are planning to um, sell off whatever has value and oh, be done. I and I mean, not. what a what a big hole in um, on Broadway that right. creates. Yeah, and on the lower you know, I mean, side. And, and I assume that means that the restaurants go as well. Oh, sure, sure. And the whole thing. It goes. They go back to 1897. Yeah. I. You know. I mean, that's a long time. Yeah. ABC occupies. This is how it's described. Occupies a unique position in the market at the apex of socially conscious, inspired living, quality, and modern home furnishings and floor coverings. They have 150 employees. They work with a thousand vendors worldwide, um, and they spend. This is this is kind of like the impact. What that does, the trickle down effect. Um, they spend about 30 million dollars on merchandise with other vendors, and a lot of them are small. You know, I remember to bring it home. Uh, intelligent nutrients. Mm-hmm. Horst Reckelbacher's right. company now run by his daughter and his um, widow, um, Kiran. They, uh, ABC Carpet was one of the first places to carry that line oh, in they? its infancy. They had it because they were always looking for like the, the latest, next cool the newest, thing and the right. most socially conscious and, and evolved thing. And um, yeah, that's a real sad one. I mean, it says the they company owe three point five million. In I'm back sorry, rent. say that again. They owe. They currently owe three point five million oh, in back rent. That's a lot. But again, you know, that is a place that it's fun to go to. It's not oh. a website I would bother to shop because, frankly, no, I can't no, afford no. most of what they but sell. It's fun to be in it's a place the actual that place. you go to be and the inspired. restaurant area was right. Was you fun. go to bump into Whoopi Goldberg. You yes. go to see people, and you go to have an experience. Yeah. And they just couldn't um, withstand they, what's happened yeah. in the last year and a half. It said they ho- they hope to hold an auction by October twenty second and close on a sale. No later than October 31st. See that all. Bummer. Come, yeah. Yeah. So well, if you're going to be in New York anytime soon, go uh, go see them one absolutely. last time too. Well, we're going to pick it up. We're going to we're going to uh, get onto a more positive path. When we get back, we are getting a report live from the VMAs, which yes. are happening tomorrow, tomorrow in night. New York. After that, we're going to take it back home and get a preview of um, Twin Cities Fashion Minnesota Fashion Week. So um, much going on. So much going Good on. Thing we're here. But the celebrity report from the VMAs is next on Shop Girls.
Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony, here in the Twin Cities. But um, we have an official correspondent joining us from New York. Yes. Um, he may be a little bit of nepotism. He is related, <laughs> and there might be some guilt involved. I don't know what went it's on. It's one way to get a guess. It's between you and your son, mother. Yes. Uh, Josh, hello. Good morning, Allie. Oh, oh, I don't even get a good morning. Good morning. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, hi, Mom. Let me just say that I had nothing to do with this. I didn't ask. I don't get involved. I know it's strictly business that you are in New York, uh, but I guess we are allowed to say that you are there with um, the hostess of the VMAs. Correct. Well, I mean, I'm not here just with her, but yes, I am in New York because... uh, Doja Cat is hosting and performing at the uh, MTV Awards uh, tomorrow night. And your association with her would be? I'm one of her managers and her lawyer. I see. Okay. I just so, wanted to make sure that this it wasn't. This is your segment, Mom. I just Go wanted ahead. to make sure it wasn't that you were yeah. just a hanger on. <laughs> no, no, no. She has groupies, but I'm not one of them. I see. Okay. Well, first of all, Josh, I read in a People exclusive and if it's in people, we know it's true. Must be accurate. Yeah. Yes, that she got a call, she said, and a pitch, and she was in the middle the, to do this, to be the host of the VMAs, and that she was in the middle of rehearsals, and she remembers being like, no, there's no way, I'm not doing this, I'm too tired, and the people behind everything were so understanding, and were like, hey, we'll move this, we'll do whatever we need to do to make it work. Now, is that your understanding, too? That's accurate. Yeah, that is uh, that is accurate. She was, I don't know what she was rehearsing for, but we had to convince her that this was uh, something worthwhile. And MTV said to us that they didn't have any other hosts, that she was it. Really? So whatever she wanted to do, um, they were going to make it work. And they did. And as so I understand... I'm sorry, as I understand that, you know, there have been several hosts in the past, like Kiki Palmer and Katy Perry and Miley Cyrus, but this is the first time that the host is actually nominated for Video of the Year. Well, if you did your research, I'm sure it's accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't she nominated for five awards? I uh, believe so, yeah. Yes, she is. It's a big year. It's a it's a big year for Doja Cat. She is everywhere. Um, she has a new commercial out, which is so good. I love it. How did it, how did it happen? How did it become uh, an ode to uh, to to what do you call it? To Greece. I don't know how they had the rights to that song or how they you know picked that for their campaign when we were approached with the idea of having doja be in the commercial um and the spokesperson for this new uh launch um they already had the creative together so they said hey we want to put a a modern spin on on greece yeah um and she was very careful about it and says i don't want to screw up a you know an iconic song right um but if we can modernize it and put my twist on it, then she was down to do it. And I think she crushed it. Well, I was wondering if she was old enough to re- actually remember Greece. Well, maybe someone showed I don't showed think it. so, but I think she's seen, you know, she's seen reruns. She was Sandy. <laughs> she was Sandy in it. And I think the whole idea, as Pepsi uh, put out information about it, was because they're sort of going back to the old, you know, soda shop idea. Yeah. 
and new yeah. new old flavors. And she starts out as Sandy, but she kind of gets into her Doja Cat look at the end mm-hmm. to bring the That's modern right. twist, right? So yeah. speaking yes, of... It was uh, modest. So you must have appreciated this. I one, did. I, some of her other appearances. I absolutely <laughs> appreciated her outfit in this much more. But speaking of that, because I know that you're so into fashion, um, do you? <laughs> yes. Do you know what? I, I assume she's going to be having several wardrobe changes during the VMAs. There are five. Five. Okay. Five. Five different ones, but I I can't divulge anything other than. Um, her shoes, for one, are going to be talked about for a long time. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, That's we'll a good little tip. We'll be watching. We're talking to my brother, Josh Kaplan, who is a manager of the one and only Doja Cat, who's having a, a very big uh, weekend in New York, and Josh is too. I'm really actually more interested in what Josh is wearing. Oh, yeah. Well, wait, Josh. Oh. Is, this be, is this an actual um, audience for this award show? It is. Oh, it is. so it's a it's a and it's a live show. Yeah, um, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, That's uh, and right. there okay. are twenty different performances. So her hosting duties are not super intense. Uh, it's mostly music performances, but mm. she's performing um, as well, including one by her. Yeah, yeah she is, and it's going to be crazy. So does does everyone have to wear masks or be tested or what? There is a very strict testing policy for everybody that is there. Uh, I've been tested three days in a row. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, but what are you wearing? Yeah, Yeah, what are you wearing? I am behind the scenes, so I just want to fit in. Yeah, I know. I'm wearing black, just black. Yeah. And uh, dark color, so nobody sees me. It has become fun to try to spot the brother in the paparazzi shots. Yes. Oh, there yeah. he is, <laughs> over her right shoulder. <laughs> I know that guy. Yeah, usually carrying her bag or her coat or something like that. So you yeah. don't get to even yeah. sit in the audience? Uh, I'll be backstage. Oh. Well, that's more fun. Okay. Who, okay. Let, all right. I know you don't care, and I know you're just way too cool to get um, starstruck. But is there anybody that you're like kind of excited to see? Yeah, he's been backstage? at Drake's house for dinner. Jeez. Um, I'll give you an answer because I know you want one, but uh, not really. Would be my answer. <laughs> the Foo Fighters are being honored. That's oh. cool to see Dave Grohl, um, Ed Sheeran's there. Oh, right. Um, Twenty One Pilots. Uh, I want to see what all the hype is about Olivia Rodrigo. She's uh, oh, 17 yeah. or 18 or something. Yes. Uh, yeah. So she'll be there. So it'll be cool to see all of those people. Yes. My children have a theory, actually, that Disney has like concocted the whole Olivia Rodrigo thing and that it isn't possible that she actually has as many fans as she does. Oh, so see if oh, you can get to the an, bottom. She's of that. an industry plant. I'm sure yes. Oscar uh, brought that up. Yes. It could be. It definitely could be. Okay. Can you tell us what Doja Cat is going to uh, perform, or is that a secret? It's a secret, too, but it's a, it's a, it's a mix of multiple songs. Okay. Okay. Very and is she good. doing it alone, or does she have someone else with her doing the song? Just her. Just her. Just her. Okay. No weekend. Just, okay. So, no Josh. weekend, and a crazy, uh, it's just, you know, she always uh, pushes the bar, so uh, it's not like any of her other performances. All right. One other quick question. I know you can't divulge the the clothes, but is she going to be wearing like several different designers things or just one designer? Several. Several. Okay. Yeah. What are you guys doing today? Uh, rehearsing. Okay. To, you know. Good luck. You know, 
with her. Thank you. Have yeah. fun. Yeah, have fun. We'll fun. be watching. I love Thanks you. Thanks for calling so in. We'll be back Bye. with a report from Fashion Week here in the Twin Cities right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. And like we said, it is a busy time. September hits and there's lots going on, which is exciting and feels good. Um, and one of the things that is coming back is Fashion Week MN. Right. Along with a whole bunch of other um, really fun and cool shopping and style events. And so we've got the woman on the street herself. It's Madeline Nachbar from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, style and trend editor. Madeline, hello, hello. Hi, Harmony. Hi, Allie. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Are you, do you have like a, you, I'd like to see your social calendar for the next few weeks. <laughs> I know it's busy. It's funny. This year looks a little bit different for me. Having a six month old makes it tough to make it to every event. Right. But yeah. Got some sitters on lock. Um, and I'm excited to be attending some fun events uh, over the next week. You know, you could just carry him as an accessory. It's very in. That's what I'm thinking. Just wear him in the front. Pocket. Sure. Just, <laughs> exactly. You know what? Just bedazzle him he, a little bit. He's got good outfits. We've seen. <laughs> you could just do some mommy sun yeah, matching. More attention to his. I'm paying more attention to his closet these days than mine. So. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> well, can you? So, Fashion Week uh, officially kicks off, um, I guess, tomorrow. Is that right? Sub- yep, correct. Sub- so, sub- after a hiatus, a year long hiatus due, due to the pandemic, well, I guess they came back with kind of a um, kind of pared down version of Spring Fashion Week, but fall fashion's in the air again, and it kicks off tomorrow with a week long lineup of kind of fun and diverse shows and events. So how would you, how are you picking and choosing? Because like you said, I mean, it's hard to go to everything. So if you were to recommend a couple of things, what, what would you, what would you be out for? Yeah. So there's, like I said, there's a pretty diverse lineup. So you can kind of hit a couple of different categories. Um, and some are sold out, of course, with COVID still being a concern and sure. you know, the organizers wanting to, you know, keep everybody, all the guests safe. Some events have actually sold out, which is good news for those that were able to snag tickets, but there are still plenty of opportunities and, and events to attend. Um, some of the, one that I'm kind of excited about, it's, it's actually the, the event that kicks off the week tomorrow. It's the second version of that Fashion Able event, and that takes place at Rosedale Mall. Mm-hmm. And it's showcases. It's a really cool concept. It showcases models. Um, all the models um, are um, are have disabilities. So, mm. and it features creations by local artist Jimmy Reagan um, of Through Jimmy's Eyes, oh, who's yeah. super talented. Yeah, he's a, a talented artist living with complex autism, and he's just an extremely talented painter. Mm. Um, and then all of the benefits um, for those tickets will will go towards Best Buddies, which is a nonprofit. Oh, great um, organization. Supporting disability um, in Minnesota, so that's really fun. That's um, very cool. And so that's happening tomorrow at two p.m. at Rosedale. But you do need yep. tickets to attend. It's not just in the middle yes, of the mall. You do need a ticket. Okay. Yep. yep. And then a couple others that um, do require um, a paid admission. Um, one that I'm really excited about that we actually wrote about on MinneapolisStPaulMagazine.com last week. It's called Native Vision. Yeah. That's another run. That's a runway show, and that's taking place at the beautiful Lynn Hall. So you know, dreamy venue and. Oh. Celebrating fashion and art of um, indigenous tribes of Minnesota and beyond, and 
is a local designer, uh, Delina White, and she's putting together this show that will spotlight her creations as well as collections from other Indigenous designers. And that one, again, is $25 um, happening on September 14th, I believe. It's so exciting to see. And I mean, to see, we see um, Native American themed restaurants coming up and fashion and just so much more appreciation for all kinds of diverse cultures. It's really, it's, it, it upsets me that it's taken this long to right. get here, but it makes me happy that it, we are making progress. Exactly. It's nice to see because exactly. they all bring something different and, and unique to the fashion world. Yeah. What's the Golden Runway, Madeline? Do you know about that one? Oh, yeah. So that one is a, I believe that's the vintage one. I ah. think it's, um, I think that's one I have RSVP to that I'm excited about. I mean, there's, like I said, over the next week, there's um, runway shows focused on, like, discovering style after the age of 50. There's one, mm. um, I think this is the Golden Runway Show. It's all comprised of vintage looks presented by local thrift vendor Rose and Bull. Mm-hmm. And that one also features, um, there's a really talented local milliner in town, Selena Kane. Um, and she's going to be debuting her new collection of beautiful bespoke hats as well at that at that event madeline where do if people want to get tickets for the events that they need tickets for where do they go is there one place to get them all yeah so the entire lineup and roster is listed at uh, fashionweekmn.com and that'll just give you all the information on what needs to be you know what what events require um you know tickets to being purchased ahead of time, which ones can you, you know, just kind of show up and drop in at and that are kind of a more first come first serve basis. One of those being uh, local stylist and producer Richard Moody's. He does that annual all black um, mm-hmm. party at Martin Patrick three in their amazing kind of side alley mm-hmm. way. And right. That one is free, um, but that's a first come first serve basis um, happening on September 15th, a runway show followed by some kind of shopping installations and pop-ups back in the gorgeous Martin Patrick Three space. But that's a good one to kind of know. Maybe you want to arrive early, grab a good spot so you can have a good view for the runway show. But all of that can kind of be um, spotted on the Fashion Week MN website. And that's fashionweekmn.com. Right. And it all kicks off tomorrow and runs through yep. next Saturday. And there literally is a fashion show or um, or some kind of shopping event or conversation that you could attend every single day next week if you wanted to. You must have a lot of outfits ready, Madeline. Oh, gosh, Allie, I wish. I think I, <laughs> the baby's napping right now. I think I'm going to hit open up the closet and figure out. <laughs> That's good. Shop the closet. That's very on trend. Well, Madeline, we I, I actually, I saw you on with Elizabeth Reese on oh, Twin yeah. Cities Live. I just happened to turn the TV on and there you were having coffee with her. <laughs> and they showed many pictures of you in some great looking outfits. So I think you could just pick any of those and wear them. Oh, you're sweet. You're sweet. Well, appreciate it. My husband was pleasantly surprised when he went to work the next day that a lot of his coworkers who are working from home said they spotted him on Twin Cities. Ah, uh, yes. Pictures from Instagram. <laughs> oh, funny. The Mr. Mr. Yes. Mr. Yes. Madeline Knockbar. That's what happens. <laughs> I like that. Um, well, I like the sound of that. In <laughs> addition to all the events, of course, you're working on fall fashion for the magazine and trends. What What are you excited about fashion-wise right now? Yeah, I think it's just, you know, we're seeing that in editorial, um, on Instagram, kind of all over that kind of the return to fashion. But I think it's taking kind of a unique spin and approach this year. I think it's like, you know, we're so kind of sick of the athleisure or the, what do they call it, the work leisure kind yeah. of thing. and. and People are getting excited again. To, and to your point of shopping your closet, like I think it's not just embracing everything new, but rediscovering those gems in your closet and finding new ways to wear them. I mean, I think 
as we are thriving in like a hybrid style, you know, um, workplace kind of style with people spending more time working from home, you know, picking out outfits that kind of go through your day, like dropping your kids off at school, hit up maybe a meeting or two or, you know, go to your co-working space for a couple hours and then kind of going into maybe a patio happy hour with your girlfriends. I mm-hmm. think we're seeing kind of a unique approach to how we're dressing for the office and we're kind of seeing it kind of be a blended kind of hybrid style just like our work models are which is so madeline give us an idea what do you think makes a good outfit that takes you to all of those places all day long yeah i mean i think um so we just wrapped up our um is it the october issue um, we have a four-page um, editorial fashion spread in there that we shot at the lovely Danes Project. And as mm. you both know, that rooftop is just stunning. And yes. we all kind of focused on that uh, work-leisure kind of idea. And it was super fun to pull together looks that, like, you know, that crisp blazer we all have in our closet that normally maybe you'd, you'd style with, like, your trousers. Well, we're seeing some women, if you're bold enough and you're, and you're daring enough to try out the biker shorts trend, you know, try that with a really cool pair of sneakers. Or you're ripped in your raw denim with a really crisp, you know, white button-down or a crisp blazer and kind of taking those pieces that, you know, you, you know, the, the blazer that you wear, you know, to work and then you're, you know, ripped denim or some really awesome sneakers to play and kind of play around with a fun look that way. I think that a lot of women right now are a little um, confounded by pant silhouettes. You know, you see a yeah. lot more wider legs coming in, but yeah. at the same time, we've all been yeah. wearing joggers and there are a lot of pants out there that look like joggers only. It seems like now they're just fancier and more expensive. And it's kind of like, <laughs> what do you do? You need a whole different wardrobe of shoes and tops to go with a wide leg versus a, a skinny leg. Totally. It's funny you say that because I was, uh, I had noticed that a lot of women are trying out like a sneaker with a wide leg trouser. And I feel like in the past you'd opt for, so I would opt for something with a little bit of heel, you know, something that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, match that look a little bit more. And I think it's kind of fun. Like I think a lot of rules are being broken right now right. Kind of in the fashion world. It's um, all, it's all going by the wayside and everybody's coming up with new looks. Exactly. Exactly. So that's to your point. You know, it's fun to open up your closet and, you know, look at those pieces you maybe had for a couple of years, but finding, you know, and reimagining new ways to wear them. Save so wh- money too. <laughs> so what is, I mean, given that you've been out looking and pulling for fashion shoots and, and shooting fall fashion for Minneapolis St. Paul magazine, what is on your shopping list? We won't tell your husband. So <laughs> I really want a pair of, um, like Western inspired boots. Um, I'm a big shoe and boots fan. Um, there's a ton of really fun, um, like higher kind of boots, you know, not, not just like the booties, but kind of one, not necessarily like a knee length, but kind of like a calf length. I'm looking for kind of a Western inspired block heel, still comfy. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? But, I not, really a, but want... not an actual cowboy boot. Right, right. I mean, yeah. they're kind of like kind of taking the modern approach this, this fall, which is fun. Um, there's a lot of really fun, like, 70s inspired silhouettes like with patchwork and cool like suede and um micro florals i mean florals are always kind of taking a new spin for both spring and fall um what else am i what else is on my list um i like to your point i had just so many events you know weddings are back on the radar um you know avant-garde at the walkers coming up so i'm actually looking for some more um kind of party outfits actually some kind of cocktail silhouette yeah yeah and any um any places that you think we need to to shop where are you shopping locally right now oh gosh um well just yesterday because it's top of mind i stopped into the new bumber shoot at 50th and france um they took they moved into a new space Mm -hmm. um and that was just absolutely beautiful they had some really fun 
pieces for fall, particularly knitwear and a ton of really great tops and bottoms. Um, less dresses, but super fun, just kind of casual pieces for elevating your fall wardrobe. Um, where else? I just stopped into Eden on Selby um, mm. over in my neighborhood. And they yep. have some really great pieces. Um, and I'm, I'm eyeing, um, I, I need a new uh, work bag, actually. That's on my shopping list. I have my eye on a really beautiful um, JW Hume, Hume leather bag. So I think I may have to pull the trigger on that. <laughs> Very nice. That's that's an easy one to justify, right? Because yes. it's price per exactly. wear. I'll have it for years and years to come. There yeah. you go. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> can all always right. figure it out. Well, so much going on. Follow along with Madeline. You can follow her on Instagram. You can follow at mspmag.com. Just click on the shopping and style section and see everything she's uh, got her eye on and of course we'll look forward to fashion in the October issue of the magazine Madeline and hope to see you out and about at some Fashion Week MN events this week. Yes, absolutely. It's always a pleasure talking to you both. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks, <laughs> Madeline. Thank you. Thank when you. we get back, again, the website, if you want to um, get tickets or, or put uh, calendar markings for any of the events, it's fashionweekmn.com. I'm glad to see them getting back together and supporting all kinds of local designers and local cultures as well. Um, when we get back, it's time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. We're cruising right along. And you're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Um, get ready to, to call us. We'll take your questions at the top of the hour. But right now, it's time to analyze some fashions. It's whose look is it anyway? I can't she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the Shop Girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? start what's on your mind i think we should start with denim because we were talking about it before but i mean i don't know if it's not like jeans ever go out of style never and you know we're not going to give up our leggings but you know we're now seeing you know wider legs but so they seem to keep coming up with new ways to do denim so one of the ways it would seem is to do two-tone jeans Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of this kind of look literally where the left leg doesn't know what the right leg is doing i don't like this i don't either um there's there's some that are okay there's some there i saw a pair that was like the lighter denim and then down sort of the inside of the yeah this is something to me i look at this and it already looks dated to me oh do you think so? just looking at it today yes i just i i don't well one of the things that vogue said is it's an easy way to kind of update an outfit with just a t-shirt you know you just have a plain t-shirt but your jeans have a little more i'm all for that i love it i love an easy outfit like that but the whole i mean I, okay, if you were if you were forced, if yeah. you had to wear some kind of these two tone jeans, would you prefer to have? There are some where it's like the the two legs yeah. are are completely totally different, different colors. colors. Like one is a really light wash, one is a dark right. wash, or, or a, one is white and one is black. Yeah, would you go that route? Or the other way to do this trend is where it's like a light wash on the outside of your legs, like on the thighs and then dark wash on the inside. Now to me, I feel like unflattering all over the place. It's just going to accentuate 
curves the negative. Maybe you don't want to. I, I yeah. don't know. I just, I don't think that's going to be flattering. Which way would you do it? If you had to, had to, had to do it. If I had to do it, probably the light and dark as opposed to totally different legs. Oh, really? You would? Yeah. Oh, I was going to go the opposite. I would go with one white leg, one black leg, although it would bother me all day. And I would feel like I was going to trip because I was uneven. And your husband wouldn't be able to stand that (laughs) at all. No, he's a guy of symmetry. He loves symmetry. But they would be even. They would just be two different colors. Yeah, but that would bother him, too. Yeah, I don't know. The other thing that they're showing a lot of in denim is just Mm matchy-matchy and doing all denim, you know, top to bottom. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm down with that because I think a lot of times there are times where like I'm wearing jeans. I need a little jacket to bring with. And my jacket that I would like to grab is my jean jacket. I'm like, oh, it's too much denim. So permission to do that and yeah. to not feel like you're in a yeah, Canadian tuxedo. That. That's fine. Right. I'm, I've been doing I'm, that for a while. Yes. I'm so, so good with that. I, I mean, think. there's denim all over the place. I mean, how do you just, feel about all the um, patchwork denim? So much with the patchwork and the doodads and the I all, don't love that. I just feel Too like, gimmicky. yeah, like I'm just going to get tired of them so quickly. Yeah. No, I, I'm not going to invest in I'm, that. Me either. But, so, me either. Yeah, all right. If we move away from jeans and we haven't talked about Katie Holmes for a while, she is in, she was at an event and wore a dress that's this whole cutout trend, you know, with the abs all cut out. I mean, this to me, this was beyond I, cutout. This just looked like she was wearing like a string bikini. Oh, she, well, not exactly. It was. All right, so it has um, a, a low halter neckline mm-hmm. with, and uh, in style called it with a sort of an under boob moment. It, this was more it. cut out to me. A cutout is something I think of or, the cutouts as being <clears throat> there's less that's cut out and more material. This is the reverse. There's yeah, more. <laughs> there's more had, skin than material. Right, and it it had this cutout over the boobs, but then it also had just like this strip that went across her middle, mm-hmm. and then she had like a long, I don't know if it's a floor length cardigan over it and tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. Not really my look. I mean, you know, she can do whatever she wants. She looks great. She's gorgeous. She's got an amazing body. I'm fine with it. Are you? I'm not. I'm not going like to take these? a cue from this. Well, anything. okay. But my I mean, cue like is don't of... eat anymore. Well, that's my. Cue. I've given up on trying yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, do you like all of these cutout things? I, so I like a, the hips I and mean, all that. From a place of practicality, I I like a I like a subtle cutout. I like a here or there, not a like you know. A, a strap of fabric and a slash. Right, but and see, a... I can see wearing a like a cutout on the shoulder mm-hmm. or that kind of thing. But the ones that are at the hips and all, I'm not going to be wearing those. Yeah, probably don't. No, I'm yeah. not going to. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then the next thing is uh, on who, what, where. They suggested three simple fall trends. Yeah, one of the Madeline was talking about, and that is the big um, shirt. Mm-hmm. The oversized shirt. And the interesting thing is they show it even with the wider yeah, leg denim. Yeah, that's denim. I, To me, that requires being tall. I think that works better that if you, yeah, I think that. But proportion can work. Of course, it's all about proportions. But but too much material, if you are not, if you don't have long legs, is uh, just beware. I'm never going to have long legs. I've decided it's just not going to happen. This has been well established, yeah. yes. But they also show it, though, 
unbuttoned and then worn, you know, like with a little tube top or something under it. Maybe the thing that is sort of new is I think for a long time we've thought if you're going to wear anything voluminous on top, you need to wear a legging or a super, super skinny, skinny leg. And maybe this is the year to try a little bit more of a straight leg. Yeah. With your voluminous top your and maybe eye, it's open and you do show a little bit of skin. Your eye does adjust. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. Looks that you think you'd never wear mm-hmm. suddenly start working after a while. Yes. Then, of course, the next thing was the loose jean that we've been talking about. So, you know, I think that's kind of the next jean to get if you're in the market. Yeah, but then again, it's like you need the opposite. Then you need a more fitted top to look great with those jeans. And what they suggest there is the tailored vest. Mm -hmm. And the tailored vest that you can wear alone. And then you can also put it over a blouse or a a turtleneck or, you know, as the weather changes. Yeah. Or wear it with a skirt. So, you know, I mean, are you a vest person? Um, I'm not opposed. Oh, I see. Okay, so that that was the third. So it's it's yeah. the big, it's the big the oversized shirt, top, the loose jean, looser jean, and a tailored vest. Yes, and you're set for fall. Okay. okay. Well, there we've just we've accomplished we've everything. Taken care of. We're everyone. done. Done. Perfect. There's your shopping list. Go. Go forth. <laughs> uh, but stay with us. <laughs> Go forth with the radio because we'll be back to take your questions and check in with Larissa Loden after this.